0: you don't talk about you want me on that wall you need me on that wall all right everyone this is Tone online big blue bringing you the best in new york giant sports talk and entertainment as you can probably figure out it's gonna be one of those videos time to piss some people off Uh, I want to talk about OTAs I want to talk about social media I want to talk about uh, Twitter, Instagram Content creators, everything above the board Because I keep seeing these things about the OTAs And how this guy is going to excel in the league Because of the fact that he caught He had a great catch in the OTAs This guy is going to be an all pro Because he blew by someone in the OTAs And he's getting reps on the first team Oh my God, I, I swear to you, you know what it is to me? And I keep saying this over and over again. A lot of the people that say these things are people that never played the sport, never really have watched a sport for an extended period of time, don't understand the nuances of the sport, don't just get football at all. And as my thumbnail says, a great OTA plus $2 does not even equal a medium Pepsi. There have been OTA warriors who looked like world beaters in June looked like they are going to be the the next Jerry Rice looks like they're going to be the next Aaron Rodgers and then they turn into nothing they turn into less than a practice squad player yes it's fun and exciting to get pumped up about OTAs about seeing your team and just because I have a picture of Bellinger on the on the thumbnail I'm not saying he's not going to make the roster because he was drafted. I'm not saying he's not going to have a contribution to the team because he's because ha- he's having a good TA. I'm just saying there is a ton of fringe players that people are going gaga about who will not even play a snap in the NFL. But you do a disservice to the younger fans, like I've said this a million times, by hyping these people up ad nauseum for the likes, the clicks, the bleeps, and the boops. I'm sorry, I, 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 just, I just can't deal with that, because you want to know why, and this is what people don't get understand, this is how I can tell that certain people just never played the game, never played the sport, or don't understand the sport, there is a world, there is, there is a metaverse between college and the pros, and in that world, there is a segment of players, who never expand beyond that metaverse between the two universes? I, I'm 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 not a geek, so I don't know. I don't know about the metaverse. I'm just making shit up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But there's two universes, and there's a place. There's a black hole in between the universes, and that's where some players go. I've said this a million times, even when it goes back to baseball. They are what they're referred to as. Uh, what I used to always refer to as triple A plus players. They are wonderful at triple A. They hit 340, 40 home runs, 120 RBIs, but as soon as they get to the majors, they're a 125 hitter with 12 home runs, and that's what they are their entire career. They are AAA+. They are somewhere stuck in between AAA and figuring out how to be in the majors, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you don't hype people up ad nauseum in reference to some of these guys and you build up the hope and you build up the 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 uh, 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 the the praise for these people not even knowing that potentially these guys may not even make the roster and i think that aggravates me the most because like i said i i never do this channel for the likes i never do this channel for the views i do this channel for me and the people that really understand football and subscribe because those are the intelligent fans. Those are the fans that understand the game. They may never have even stepped on the field, but they understand the nuances, of the football, they understand the difference between OTA difference between mini camp and difference between training camp. And it just aggravates me because there's, and I've said this before, there is a younger fan base that all they do is get their information via social media and I'm not saying that we need to be the bastions of hope and the bastions of truth, because you can make any type of con- comment, you can make any kind of post you want. But all I ever say is think before you do it, because it's great. You know, what? and if you are strictly a fan page or a fan Twitter account or a fan YouTube channel, say it. Don't sit there and, 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 and present yourself as a person who, who, who is vastly <laughs> knowledged in the game, but does shit like that. I had to have a rant. I have a new Met video coming out today as well. After that 2-0 loss to the Dodgers at Sheldon's Ravine. It's one game, guys. <laughs> it's one game. Mets. The Mets pitching staff has filled in admirably, but the only problem is the Dodgers have a better pitching staff. And with Lindor hurting his finger in the door, that 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 was a uh, that was a uh, that was a big that was that was big that was big again. Uh, we also have to talk about what happened yesterday, Thursday's uh, OTAs. We got to talk about who was the greatest player in the history of the world for the New York Giants who was probably going to be an all-pro because they made a catch of the OTAs. Um we have the we have to, I love it because they call it the red shirt brigade. We still have a lot of guys in red shirts, which it doesn't matter. It's it's freaking June, but Kayvon Thibodeau is still wearing the red shirt. He was doing some running and doing some agility drills and working with the trainers and the early portion of the practice. Evidently, people saying that he was moving pretty well, but of course, again, this is coming from the Media. media. Uh, also, still wearing the red jerseys are Thibodeau, like I said, Thibodeau, Kadarius Tony, Sterling Shepherd, Matt from Connecticut, Andrew Thomas, Blake Martinez, Colin Johnson, uh, Rodarius Williams, Nick Gates. Of course, he's, Nick is rehabbing from that uh, that, that, that broken leg. Um, I still don't think Nick's coming back. I, 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 find, I, I'm a little disheartened by that because like I said, I think not that the giants did a disservice by moving into center. I think his natural position would have been guard. Uh, and he filled in admirably that, that one season at center, but you could tell that he was overmatched at times, but that's a because guy's playing out of position. I think he, I think he would have worked out a lot better if he had just maintained into the guard position. Thanks, Joe Judge. Adoree Jackson evidently dropped the what should have been an easy pick by Daniel Jones. And, of course, it wasn't Daniel Jones' fault. He sidestepped in front of the receiver on the sideline and dropped the ball to hit him right in the chest. Is anyone shocked by that? Adoree Jackson's only had three interceptions in five years. He's always struggled to catch the ball. It's not, it's, it's not his strength. It's not his forte. Knocking down passes, getting in front of the receiver, denying the receiver the ball. That's what he does. He does not intercept the ball. Evidently, Saquon Barkley was frequently targeted as a wide receiver. On one great play, he lined up as a wideout with Wandale Robinson on the inside and wide receiver Darius Slayton. Actually, in the backfield, Barkley caught a slant pass later than he was wide open on a wheel route, but an off-balance Jones underthrew him, and Barkley couldn't hang on. Da-da-da. Means nothing. It means nothing, guys. It just means nothing. Ah, uh, you know, what? I, I am curious because we we had um we had a great comment in the stream that that do we ever consider a time or do you think the Giants will ever consider a time? Well, they'll have, when when they will have Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Wandal Robinson, Cordell and uh, excuse me, Cordell Stewart. Why well, was I going to say Cordell Stewart <laughs> and Kadarius Tony in the backfield all at the same time? And I actually said yes. I could see, I could see a, a a a formation where you actually have Saquon in the backfield and flanked by Wandale Wondell, excuse me, Wandale Robinson and Kadarius. I see that. I can see that happen. I can easily see that happen. But, uh, but also talking about, uh, we're gonna jump out of the uh, excuse me, Tyron Taylor. He threw a damn beautiful deep Paul, to Slayton. He burned and beat Mister Gilbert, Zion Gilbert, like he stole something. But he dropped the ball. <laughs> he dropped the ball. Uh, but uh, Brian Dable came out and said that Slayton has done a good job this offseason. He's working well. Uh, Gilbert also batted a, a ball away from Taylor deep on an intended route uh, for uh, which, uh, for one of the wide receivers. I'm not sure. There was a Nico sighting. I love Nico. He batted a pass from third-string quarterback Davis Webb into the air at the line of scrimmage, and it was an interception. Webb also, and wide receiver Alex Bachman, who seemed to have a nice little simpatico connection. Webb hit Bachman for four completions and five targets following the Nico interception. Uh, and, of course, tight end Daniel Bellinger continues to impress the fourth-round pick at a few short receptions on Thursday and simply seemed to catch everything that he gets his hands on. Du-du-dung. You know, it's, it's, um, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, it was kind of nice to see that we had both uh, Justin Tuck and uh, Michael Strand out. And about at the at the OTA. So it's always nice when you got a couple of Giants coming in there and seeing exactly what you know, seeing exactly what we got going on. Um, it is what it is. <laughs> the NHL apparently brought the Stanley Cup to the Giants practice a few hours for a few hours on Wednesday. I didn't know that. Um Let's see. And also, what did Dable said? Dable said last week the fight between I didn't even know there was a fight between Corey Cunningham and, and Edge Defender Quincy Roche was really wasn't much. I don't care about there's fights. There's fights. <laughs> there's fights in training camps. There's, mm-hmm. there's fights in OTAs. There's fights in practices. It happens. You get the 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 testosterone, the enthusiasm, and the heat of the moment gets to you. And I think that's. Um, that it is what it is. Uh, we'll have a couple videos. I don't think we're gonna have a video coming out. We'll probably have a video coming out on Saturday. I haven't decided yet. Um, I got a bunch of I got a bunch of topics to to go over. Got a bunch of Met videos coming out. Uh, I'm not gonna do any Ranger videos, but I'm probably gonna look like I'm gonna do a Met game. I'm I think I'm gonna do a live Met game. i was thinking about it. I've 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 been a I've been a football fan longer than I've been a baseball fan. But I but at one point in time I was a humongous baseball fan. And um, but that kind of got surpassed by the football. So you know, but uh, it'll be fun to do a game. So we'll see what happens. And again, this is Tim of the Online Big Blue, bringing the best in New York Giants sports talk, and entertainment, and as always, if you like, give me a subscribe, if ring that bell, to the bell, that be